What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 257. We're here on Tuesday, February 9th, and uh, it feels like Groundhog Day because the impeachment trial is here yet again. Yep. Um, but the initial argument here is that the impeachment trial is unconstitutional, which Senator Rand Paul has been very clear about. What do you, What do you think about all that? I actually come on the side that that this is constitutional. There, there's nothing in the text that says you know form you know former presidents, right? I mean, yeah, from what I can sell, you know, say that there's nothing prohibiting, you know, the impeachment of a former president. So therefore, you know, listen, it's a circus act. I think we all can agree that it's a circus act. The votes aren't going to be there to convict. We saw that with the preview of uh, Rand Paul's. Uh, resolution, I think, was it two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just go. It's, ugh, I hate to say this. Let's just bear and grin it for a week, and then on Sunday, <laughs> when this is all done, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, we, we can have we can relish in the liberal media meltdown that that it, you know the votes aren't there. I mean, the votes aren't there. So, just, but, but we got to go through the motion. Uh, overall, what's funny is that this whole charade only proves Trump's point about this town. It's all talk, no action, COVID relief is being stalled, and then divisions are going to deepen. So this is just a week-long media buy for how much D.C. sucks, yeah. how our institutions are corrupt, and how, these, and how Congress just doesn't you know, do its job. Honestly. Well, they're I not mean, there to care about the people, Yeah, obviously. they don't care about the people. So uh, The counterpoint is that a lot of constitutional scholars have said that this yeah. is unconstitutional, but, you know, they're doing it anyway. Yeah. Uh, as we've and I can, seen, I, I can see that side too, obviously. Yeah, as we've but. seen, the odds say that there really is not a good chance of conviction. Um, and <laughs> you have people like South Carolina Republican Tim Scott, who is not, you know— Oh, he's a not a crazy hardcore right Trumpy. winger, yeah, right? He's not, exactly. he's not a hardcore Trumpy. He's uh, a hardcore he's, Republican. Though. He said that President Trump is simply not guilty. The Democrats should put the blame where it stands and where it should be. Yeah, uh, and it shouldn't have to do with the president who said, "quote Go peacefully to protest." So, meanwhile, we have the liberal media who's in a major uh, tizzy, I guess you could say, yeah. about this. You wrote about this uh, CNN slip up last week, yeah. uh, showing the obsession over the former president. Yeah. You know, here's the thing: is a lot of these media companies now that the president is gone, President Trump. Yeah. They got nothing to even talk about no, because Biden don't. is so damn bored. I, I mean, and you see that because they're all talking about his penis. Well, they are. Yeah. They're, how many times we've had CNN talk about the U.S. erection? We have Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer kicked it off talking about how President Trump incited a. Incited the erection. Incited the erection against the, the, you know, it's just, it's getting creepy. It's getting creepy. Mm, so what was it that CNN's John Berman said? Oh, he basically, uh, what, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he, he, he called again that Trump incited the erection. Er, er, insurrection <laughs> yeah. at the Capitol. So, stop. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, the, I mean, I mean, honestly, listen, it goes back to remember the 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 the, the sixteen primaries, the debate. <laughs> yeah. Look at these hands. Look at these hands. And believe me, <laughs> he mentioned that there was something that these hands were indicative of something. There is no problem in that department. Believe me. <laughs> and all of this happens in the shadow of a, a report debate. that came out last week in Time Magazine that uses a very interesting word oh to explain how the twenty twenty election was pretty much rigged. Um, no, 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 no. It was fortified. Well, according to them, yes. It was yes. fortified, Storm. It goes it into rigged. detail about how the shadow campaign of anti-Trump forces conducted an all-out effort to ensure the 45th president of the United States was defeated. 
left-wing activists, big, big business, squishy Republican operatives. It was all a war waged on multiple yeah. fronts from social media platform regulations put in place by themselves yeah. to election law changes, not through legislative action. Um, they fortified the election. Yeah. That's that's what they said. Yeah. And in a way, Trump was right yeah. about this. Yeah. And we knew that to be the whole time here. I can't believe that they openly admitted it. Yeah. You know? and it, it, oh, and this is not like a little article. This is a lengthy essay that Molly Ball did Yep. talking to all the people that were involved in it because they want the, the secret history to be now public. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there was... <laughs> now this, that it's over, now, now, now that everything's certified, you, they can be, you know, oh, yeah, we totally did it. You know, there was this cabal of secret conspirers behind the scenes, and like we said the whole time, and now they're openly admitting it. But um, I don't know how huge of a role that's going to play. I saw someone tweet earlier today. They were like, I wish Trump would show up and just read the Time article straight on the floor of the Senate because be that would be funny. That would be... Um, but of course, if you are interested in this show that's going on right now, we have all the coverage you need at townhall.com. It's going to consume the rest of this week and, and go into the weekend, I believe, right? That's what the timetable is. Yeah, set me on fire. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, let's <laughs> change the subject here a little bit. Let's talk about the Super Bowl because, uh, of course, they had to infuse politics into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beyond the fact that it was just one big uh, propaganda act of, you know, uh, black this and black that and all you white people are evil. Uh, all the Super Bowl ads were one big woke circle, except for a few good ones. There yeah, there, there, there ones. were some few good Yeah, there were some good ones. Yeah. But the reason I bring this up is because uh, there was a Washington Post op-ed oh. on the Buccaneers that was put out, which is uh, really astounding to me. Yeah. Um, and I think this actually gives a little bit of an insight into why the ratings on this Super Bowl were at a 13 or 14-year low. Ugh. Uh, which was pretty interesting. Basically, they said that the Buccaneers are not politically correct because they're pirates, and we shouldn't yeah. endorse that shouldn't type endorse of behavior. Endorse the piracy, yeah, yeah. Endorse the barbarism and the their their connections to the the slave trade. What? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's, it's people who don't watch football. Well, clearly, yeah, clearly, and then they also, of course, were hitting on Tom Brady because. Uh, Tom Brady is a Trump supporter, so yeah. God forbid yeah. he he has his own political views. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, they were hitting on him for not wearing a mask as he walked into the stadium, which was yeah. outside. I mean, can you believe these people? Even the Tampa Bay mayor was like, "Those who don't wear masks, we're gonna find you." And then she's caught not wearing a mask. She wasn't wearing yeah, a she mask. She wasn't wearing a mask. I mean, this is ridiculous. Everybody in that, everybody there was vaccinated, by the way. Well, not everybody. I thought... No, oh, not well, everybody. Uh, well, some. Half. Good half amount, were. Good amount. Half were. A good amount. But I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, I saw a lot of people wearing masks. It wasn't much of an issue. Now she says that the police are going to go back to film and prosecute people, especially the ones who celebrated in Tampa Bay oh, good after luck. they won the Super Bowl. Good luck. I mean, if That's they do that... hordes of people. Well, not only that, but just the principle of doing yeah, it's that stupid. is stupid. is like communist. Yeah, it's stupid. You're going to send the secret police because you see people on film that aren't wearing yeah. masks? I mean, that's what we've come to now. Also, I mean, isn't Florida like open? Oh, no, they have a mask thing, don't they? It's some, well, some there is a mask mandate, yeah. but again, it's, should it's it be ridiculous. police it's, yeah, that it's, are it's enforcing ridiculous. this? It's ridiculous. I mean, the police don't want to enforce no. that. They have much other, many other things to worry about yeah. besides that. I mean, the like video actual of the, girl, the video of the girl twerking on the Ferrari... Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> forget about it. I mean, that's like that's like. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna haul all those people to jail. Yep, it's out of control. 
you know, I think that the the Super Bowl ratings were down because they've turned this into one big woke progressive show. I mean, everything in the pregame was just full on indoctrination. Oh, the the, the, the ads were all, terrible. It, it it started way too early that that pregame show. Yeah, has, has mean, it has it always been two hours? It has always really? been that early. But they actually were, started at one. Well, but, they were scrape. They were scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Well. I don't know so much it was scraping at the bottom yeah. of the barrel as it was indoctrinating I mean, in the way that they won. Yeah. Well, they very clearly were using the time <laughs> to indoctrinate people. I mean, if you go back and look at what and they put racism, on there, it was ridiculous. Eat Pizza Hut. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing is ridiculous. And that's why I think that their ratings are down is because you can't insult and spit in the mouth of half of America yeah. and just expect those people to keep coming back. Yeah. Now, of course, I watched it because I like football yeah. and I can tune that shit out. Same here. But there's only so, you know, there's only so far you could go with that. True. Right? Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people don't actually care enough to be putting up with that. And yeah. Like, the Jeep Super Bowl ad took a lot of heat because it was basically just the woke leftists saying, oh, now we all need to come together and unite, even though they're the ones yeah. that are actively driving But the I also heard progressives hated it, too. Yeah, that one pissed everyone off. Yeah, so. Because now the progressives are like, well, we don't want to be friends with those people. So, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing is crazy. Yeah. And all of this happens as uh, Biden's destruction of America continues, executive order after executive order. This one now dramatically increasing the numbers of refugees being brought in amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really smart, right? Let's that's bring all slowing these people the spread, in. huh? And it's no coincidence that border towns in Texas at the hospitals have seen massive surges of, of numbers yeah. of cases in recent yeah. days. And so they're raising the refugee admissions back up to 125,000, uh, which I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, how does this make any sense? The border with Canada is basically all but closed. But the southern border, come on in. And all of that happening, you're getting these people that are surging into a, a job market that is in tatters already. Now, Biden still, still committing to slashing upwards of millions of jobs with this supposed minimum wage hike. Although, now I'm hearing that it might not make it into this package. Which, again, we're talking about a, a COVID relief package here. Yeah. What does minimum wage have to do with that? If anything, that only destroys the, the economy even more. It will. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're just, I mean, they're using it to, to, to log roll everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of doing a piecemeal and having it be exposed by the sunlight of, uh, you know, <laughs> being exposed and um, you just, it is what it is. It's not a spill. I mean, it's, it's the same old, same old here. Well, yeah, this there's package... just so much there that, you know, they're going to, you know, everyone's pork can be in there nice and hidden, right. you know, in darkness. The package is full of yeah. left wing special interest bullshit. Uh, I mean, if we thought the bill that went through back in December was bad, this makes that look like a cakewalk. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And all a minimum wage hike would do is not only kill millions of jobs, yeah. but it would increase the cost of goods across the board. Yeah. Look at gas prices. Gas prices went from the high 180s when, pres when the election happened back in November. Now it's almost at $2.50 a gallon with no end to the hikes in sight. Yeah. And that's just a small example of, of the massive uh, inflation the that we're going to middle class see. pinch that Joe Biden is putting on the country. Yeah. Inflation yeah. really is going to play a key role in yeah, the economy it's, it's, it's over bad. the next few years. 
Because people don't have a firm grasp on yeah. economics, and they just think that money can continue to be printed. Well, we yeah. can run as many deficits as we want, run up the debt to $30, 40000000000000 trillion, and that there's going to be no consequences. Yeah. But that's not true. The um, mansions, yeah, like you said, mansions against it. But also, I heard that uh, <laughs> Schumer's going to try to roll it into the budget reconciliation. Yeah. There's... He has to, because remember, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez could be primarying him in, in a couple of years. And this minimum wage thing, very big with the progs. They have to get it done. But there's a question on whether that can, by rule, be put into the reconciliation yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to have enough votes to get that passed. Well, especially if you piss off Mansion. The, yeah. The way the Biden White House has done over the past, like, 10 days. <laughs> but there's a reason that I've invested in robotic technology, because yeah. all this is going to do is replace people with robots. Rope. I mean... We already see it. The McDonald's by our office, oh, they yeah. don't take the orders. No. The ro- there's robots no. there that you put in your orders, and then the cooks in the back make it and give it to you. I mean, Would it takes out a whole— fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, they're going to have yeah, robots really. making yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But it takes out a whole level of workers, yeah. and people just don't don't like get that minimum wage jobs are yeah. not meant to be lifetime jobs. Yeah. They're meant for high school kids yeah. and people without significant skills. But if you want to get a higher-paying job— then find some skills yeah. or do some schooling or something. I mean, it's not on the federal government yeah. to enlist a, a minimum wage. And that doesn't necessarily mean a college degree, folks. I mean, trade schools have, have seen like a, a, a soft renaissance. Yeah. You know, because we're always going to need, you know, electricians and plumbers and all, you know, carpenters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You're always going to need those types of jobs. And, and those actually are, are, can turn into a nice uh, paycheck at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, you probably have to join a union, but hey, it's constant work mm-hmm. and it's it's good work and it's necessary work and don't let any MSNBC snob tell you otherwise. Well, there do argument- what you need to do to to, you know, to to get that money. The <laughs> argument uh, you know, for them hiking this minimum wage or saying, well, people shouldn't be forced to live off the federal minimum wage. Well, well a lot of states already raised their minimum wage. Yeah. It should be up to the states to decide that, yeah. not the federal government in D.C. And it should be up to the market to decide the 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 salary, the hourly salary yeah. of, of of low skill workers. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> imagine you have a hike, right? Yeah. And it puts all of these low income workers up to fifteen. Does that mean that people making between fifteen and eighteen dollars an hour now are going to get a massive hike? Yeah. No, they're no. definitely not going to. No. It's just it's a fundamentally unfair yeah. system that's going. And on. And if you don't want people living off the off that wage, I mean, I, I agree with that in principle. I, I understand that, but then build a better work uh, environment for job creation. Democrats don't do that; they kill job creation. Well, I'm shocked they're, that they're not trying to roll taxes into this. To be honest with you, well, yeah, because um, yeah. they all want to raise the corporate tax, yeah. and, and that's that's a job killer too. It is. I mean, they're they're taking. You know, an economy that was barely standing on its feet because of these pandemic lockdowns. Yeah. And now they're going to just hit it as hard as they can with all of these radical left-wing policies. It's really, truly disgusting to see. And when confronted with it, the White House shrugs it off. Yeah. They don't care. You know, they were asked yesterday, well, when are those people that lost their pipeline jobs going to get these so-called green jobs? They're like, oh, well, you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Or how dare you even ask that question? Yeah. And meanwhile, Jen Psaki, who's just a f***ing moron. I mean, I can't believe this lady is Circle allowed. back Psaki? Yeah. I mean, she never has an answer for anything. And when she's asked a difficult mm-hmm. question, you know, God forbid. Yeah. But now they say that they're looking at uh, 
plans to pass new gun control measures. Oh, God. Which we knew was coming, but this includes things like assault weapon bans, magazine capacity limits, and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're going to have a tough situation to look at here is... Yeah. Do they do this and make instantly tens of millions of Americans uh, felons? Or does the court knock it down? Yeah. That could be an interesting and case. Also, there's, also there's, there's Joe Manchin again. Yeah, well, I don't think he's going to vote for that because— yeah. and, and I don't think John Tester will vote for that either in Montana. Yeah. I don't think— So there's already—you know, remember, I mean, former Senator Max Baucus, you know, shot down the 2012 gun control bill that— that Toomey put out there because he, he just said, yeah, one word, Montana. Yep. <laughs> and this is yeah. on the backs of like gun it. sales in January hitting new records. Yeah. People were clearly interested in, in exercising their Second Amendment right yeah. because of what's going on in the world right now. And what's going on in some, in some people's backyards. I mean, you have Minneapolis and half, half the, the country being burned to the ground by Antifa and left this thug gang. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the cops are being hamstrung. Yep. So, so meanwhile, you have American citizens, law-abiding American citizens, that yeah. shouldn't be allowed to exercise their Second Amendment rights, according to Joe Biden. And now, this new Biden policy that we've talked about recently, not deporting criminals, violent criminal illegal aliens being allowed to go free, two sets of rules, mm-hmm. yet again. Here we are, back to the central theme of two sets of rules. If you're an illegal alien who's a criminal, who's a rapist, who's a murderer, who's a pedophile, you could go free. Yep. But if you're an American who wants to utilize your Second Amendment rights, you're a felon. Yeah. And you should go to jail. Because that's what they're saying here. I mean, they they say, well, that's an unfair comparison. It's not. It's not. When they say that, it means it's a fair comparison. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And remember that uh, migrant caravan that started moving towards the United States southern border a few weeks ago? Yeah. Well, it's still marching on. And what's going to happen when that reaches the border? Well, they're going to let them in. Well, not only are they going to let them in, you know, they'll hook them up with yeah. free health care, yeah. food stamps, anything you need. The United States government yeah. will support you but they also, and release you into the United States. But they also know that that's also widely unpopular. So they got a, as Julio noted yesterday, he, Biden's got an immigration crisis on his hands in a couple of weeks. Well, the thing is, they don't care what's unpopular. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to do what they were put there to do. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's. I mean, the they're truth. probably going to care by the 2022 midterms, but yeah. Well, sure. But yeah. that's, you know, what, a year and a half away? Yeah, well, like, How much damage could be done in the meantime? How many American citizens well, are going to be them, killed because of these people? watch them put them in cages and then. <laughs> be like, well, it's okay when we put them in cages. Well, that's what you, they're already doing. Yeah, right? The so, cages still yeah. exist. <laughs> you know, the cages still exist, but now it's okay, apparently, because yeah. the left is doing it. Yeah. Here's the thing. You already have people who are you know, expressing remorse over their vote for Joe Biden. We told you this is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It wasn't some mystery. Yeah, it's not here. like surprise, mother. It was like, we told you. And <laughs> if those people fell for the lies coming out of Biden's campaign... That's their own fault. Yeah. We knew what was going to happen. And meanwhile, you have the president, the former president on trial for supposedly inciting an insurrection, which no, he just didn't do. Like, that's very obvious at this point. On Saturday night, you had a Black Lives Matter and Antifa mob marching through the streets of D.C. chanting, if we don't get it, burn it down seemingly referring to the $2,000 checks in the COVID relief bill, which has quickly turned into another Democrat lie. Yeah. Oh, it's 1400 now. 
Well, remember, it was yeah. 1400 yeah. right? Because yeah. we're using the 600 as a down payment towards the 2000 And now it's only if you make below $50,000 do you get that $1,400. So that's tens of millions of less Americans that will be receiving checks. Yeah. Now uh, people are pissed. I have to admit, Bernie Sanders has been right about the Democrat politicking and moving the goalposts here and it being a disaster because he noted under this tweak – more working Americans got relief under Trump yeah. than Joe Biden. That is a horrible message and optics disaster waiting to happen. So you know what? Listen, when, when the self-identified socialist is, is actually right about something, uh, I think, you know, it's it, it's it's a show up there. Well, it's it's an interesting— People uh, need help, man. I mean, come on. No, it's, I know. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting political <laughs> argument that's uh, kind of taking shape here because you have the— Far left, obviously, who wants a bunch of things. You have, you know, these more establishment Democrats that don't want to do a bunch of things that the far left wants to do, but they want to do a bunch of things that the far left doesn't want. So they have unified a government for the first time since, I think, what, 2013, and they can't seem to even do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which, for us, is uh, a good thing. Hey. Because, honestly, at this point gridlocking a lot of the stuff that they want to do is a good thing for America. Not in the case of getting uh, relief out to the people in this country that need it, but, you know, $15 minimum wage and immigration reform and gun control and and single-payer health care and all those kinds of things, stopping that is great for us. But it's interesting to see because you have already these leftists vowing to primary out the moderate Dems. Yeah. Which they need those moderate Dem votes to even get anything done. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, you have a very, very extremist Secretary of Defense. I mean, I couldn't believe that this was even a real story, to be honest with you. So this was Thursday, I uh-huh. believe. The Secretary of Defense, or maybe Friday, gave what's referred to now as a stand-down order to the entire military in, quote, an effort to root out extremism. Huh. So what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. I don't don't know. And uh, apparently, according to uh, John Kirby at the Pentagon, it's, quote, to reinforce the Pentagon's policies and values with respect to this sort of behavior and to have a dialogue with the men and women of the force and to get their views on what they're seeing at their level, Secretary Austin wants commands to take the necessary time to speak with troops about the scope of this problem. It's a two-way conversation. What yeah. the f- does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Apparently, this is all in an effort to, quote, root out white extremism throughout our military. Uh, uh. So it's, it's still – it's a continuation of, of the insider threat from the National Guard that was protecting the Biden inauguration. Which never actually – never happened. There was actually no yeah. intelligence that it was going to happen. It was just something to placate the liberal media and the Democrats who were, you know, shitting bricks for no reason. And mm-hmm. now we got to – now we get to smear the whole the whole military now as racist. That's, that's great. That's great. Well, if you vote for Biden, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, that's what they're so, doing. Uh, that's what this they're, is. They're that's, looking, that's what this is. They're looking to find voting records of these. This is that's re- yeah, that's nuts. What the f- is going on? Voting here? records. Yeah. Aye. 
I mean, you're gonna you're gonna say that no Republicans can be members of the military now. Is that really where they want to go with this? Yeah, because that seems like what they're trying to do here. But I I just can't believe that this is even a thing. And also, what does this say to our enemies that we're that that these people are more concerned with slicing and dicing up the military based off these woke uh, protocols here? That's what basically it is. Yeah. Oh, the evil white people. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I really can't understand how this uh, is even a thing. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just a, a microcosm of the extremists that Biden has surrounded himself with in the cabinet. Um, uh, one of the other nominees is Neera Tandon, who is a avowed, like, super leftist. I mean, she was the head of the Center for American Progress. And they want to put her... Lefty, yeah. In charge of the Office of Management and Budget, which is a huge role. Yeah, she has no – well, first of all, she has no experience in, for, for, for that role to begin with. Zero experience. I mean, that's besides the point, but like there's there's some bad stuff from her past being dredged up in terms of her rhetoric. And she just – I mean she might not make – you know, she might not make it out, I, I think. I think we have a good shot of derailing that nomination, to be honest Well, that, that's going to count on a Democrat voting yeah. with us. Which is possible. It's possible. There's, there might be a couple. You know. But to See, me, I mean... The fact that she was picked in the first place, yeah, I know. It's right. Troubling. It's troubling. It's right. troubling. Not to mention, she was picked before they even knew they were going to have control of the Senate. Yeah. Which, you know, before the, when the Republicans controlled the Senate, yeah. it was very likely that that was going to... Yeah, well, remember, man, die. remember, the, the, the progressives uh, decided to turn out for, for a candidate that they did not like to get rid of Trump. So you have to, you have to give them something. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's what that is. That's that's paying off a chit, and uh, I think that's the term. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, not not good. Yep, not good. In fact, there's a whole host of people who aren't good that are coming down the pipeline, and we'll we'll discuss that later when it well, comes about. Yeah, and the, these are the people that are going to be in cabinet positions. Yeah. You know, they think that we shouldn't even use any fossil fuels, which is yeah, it's absurd. There are free speech extremists. There are, uh, in terms of curbing views that they, they don't like, and by curbing, I mean getting rid of people. <laughs> well, they think that yeah, conservative media like yeah. us should not exist. Shouldn't exist. Yeah, shouldn't exist. We also have, and this this broke last night, there are also 77 federal judiciary vacancies about to open up soon. So uh, that's one area that Biden was mum on, remember, uh, who he would pick. Well, they're going to fill right? them with radical leftists. Oh, yeah, they're going to be radical leftists, no doubt. But, you know, that's another area of intrigue. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, by the way, is Emmett Sullivan, the man who, uh, you know, led the uh, oh, God. Michael Flynn. Yeah, he's going bye bye. So, is he retired? So, yes, but he did his job though. He dragged him through the mud. He made sure that the the case wasn't dropped, and now he gets to you know he did his part. So mm-hmm. it's only going to get worse. But with a fifty fifty Senate, man, we can kind of maybe stop some of the more crazy people coming in. Well, you still got to rely hope. on some Democrats to vote with us, and that's assuming. That the turncoats that we have up there, like Romney yeah. and, and others, are not going to vote with the Democrats. Well, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about our old friend, Mitt Romney. Good old Mitt. <laughs> Good old Mitt, who is has an 84% approval rating in his home state with Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly sure that he'll probably retire before running again, um, just because it doesn't seem like viable... Yeah, re-election to me. Yeah, but I mean, we need to. I mean, there needs to be. I mean, who? I, I'm not really plugged into Utah politics. There has to be somebody who can primary him. 
I hope Mike Lee can find someone to do yeah. it. I mean, I know Mike Lee's not happy with him you being can't the be, other Yeah, center. exactly. You can't be that. Yeah. <laughs> this um, guy's like a... <laughs> and just now, uh, Senator Kevin Kramer released a statement yes. saying, quote, Welcome to the stupidest week in the Senate. Yeah. While Speaker Pelosi has backbenchers come before the Senate to make her case, she sent the rest of the House home instead of carrying on the actual work of the American people. Impeachment is not a process we should use flippantly. As a response to her view that Donald Trump demeaned the office of the president, the House Speaker is now making a mockery of Congress and one of the most serious institutions in our country. It's disgusting. And that's a significant Yikes. feeling among Yikes. a lot of the right. Um, you know, he's a senator for North Dakota. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to me like this is a good use of time. No. What, what the, like, I mean, we already knew that the votes weren't probably aren't going to be there. I mean, even before that ramp, the vote on Rand Paul's resolution regarding the constitutionality of, of, of the trial itself, I mean, there were already, what, 12 votes shy? Yeah. Even with all the people that we thought were going to defect on our side. Yep. So. Well, we know that Romney's going to vote for it because yeah. that's just his MO. Yeah. But. You know, you Cocaine know, Mitch has been weird, though. I mean, Cocaine Mitch has been like in a cocaine-addled like haze with this. He's he you know he doesn't like Trump. He wants pr- Trump doesn't be purged in the party. He supports this impeachment, thinks it's not politically motivated, but then votes for the Rand Paul resolution, <laughs> which <laughs> which to me seems I, like he's not going to vote for conviction. Then. Yeah, right. I agree. I mean, how? But can if you, you want to get rid of, if you want Trumpism to be purged in the party, you have to vote for conviction, don't you? Here's the thing. I think it's he like knows- what the hell's going on here. He knows that it would be a oh catastrophic blow. Yeah. I mean, I think he read the polling too. 40% right. of the base would, would defect. Exactly. In fact, I think – did you see the new poll about the, that Patriot Party? Mm-hmm. Or no, no. Sorry. Not Patriot – sorry. Not pa- – excuse me, folks. Not Patriot Party. A new Trump-led political party. I think 60-plus yeah. percent of the base would defect and go to that. So, Which I don't think that's a good idea either. No, I don't think those – but it just shows you that the, th- this is Trump's party now and yes. you have to deal with it. Yep. And there's no, there's no purging of anything. McConnell knows now that yeah. if there's any hope of Republicans gaining back control in the future, yeah. it relies on at least trying to hold together the Trump coalition yeah. to as much as possible. Yeah. And which a should, sure which way to, shouldn't be a hard task. There's a, there's a right. ton of overlap. We've gone through this all the time on, on this podcast, folks. There's a ton of overlap yep. between Trumpism and what I, I guess you would call traditional Reagan conservatism. Mm-hmm. I mean, this shouldn't be that hard. Lower taxes, smaller government, less regulations, being a cheerleader for America, strong defense. I mean, <laughs> yeah. how, how hard could this be? Well, apparently it's yeah, very hard. I mean, you, well, you got to. Well, they they need to get past the whole moralistic and and personality nonsense. It's not about well, that. It's about keeping the team together and defending your team, no matter who the person is, from just insane democratic attacks. Like I don't know that I don't like this person's view, so she should be stripped from a committee. I'm just throwing yeah, that out. Yeah, that's there. ridiculous. You know, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I mean, having disregard for the the will of the voters because you know, oh. Well, I don't agree with her on this, that, and the other, so she should be removed. Yeah. That type of thinking is only going to yeah. get much worse. And I will credit the House Republicans. They, they, they stood by Ms. Green. Well, except for some. Well, but, well, uh, but, but 10 that I'm not shocked of when I saw their names. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part. The thing is, <laughs> you know, that a lot of these Biden voters there are now expressing remorse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I, I saw that too. is quick and ironic yeah they're the ones that wanted trump gone because of the quote mean tweets 
and his behavior. Yeah. Okay, well... Mean tweets and behavior, larger paycheck, fatter wallet to no Trump, no mean tweets... And, higher taxes, higher and, gas prices, and your, and your street walking to pay the rent. You know, it's, jobs being crushed. Yeah, uh, suburbs being destroyed. Yep. Police forces being neutered. Yeah, I mean you, the list goes on and on. And this was all because you didn't like his tweets. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, if we like, or if we like Biden, COVID will be handled properly and differently. No, no. Well, the COVID. Have thing- you seen what they've said about the schools? The reopening of the schools messaging, by the way, has been a disaster. I, I don't know if you folks have been watching. They've yeah. been playing both sides of the fence. They don't know what the f- they're talking about. They say one thing on Monday. It's a totally different thing on Tuesday. It, it's it's kind of similar to the criticisms that were lobbed against the Trump administration. Maybe it's because they have the, the exact same agenda. Well, the COVID thing has switched overnight. Remember, yeah, it, it was before. It now there's you know so many people dying per day. It's like a nine eleven every day. Yeah. Now. The left-wing media barely even talks yeah. about it. 60,000 people have died since Biden's inauguration. At least. At least. How? That's a scandal. There should be an impeachment. He killed those people. Yeah. I like this. You know what? I like this. See that's that? their standard. This is your rules, dumb You know, they hate when we come and play by their rules, but yeah. they're the ones that create it. Yeah. So, so really, I mean... Yeah, uh, just be prepared to get your face smashed in the pavement now. Yeah, I guess so. That's more us, though, because we're not in any sort of well, position of power. Yeah, so. Well, and also because there's still some people on our side that kind of will bend over to apologize to people who hate well, that's us another for problem. some reason. That's another problem. I think yeah. you might have written about that. I did that, that. yeah. Uh, I wrote about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I wrote about uh, today. You know, Listen, I'm not talking about policy smarts here, folks. I'm talking about messaging and, and knowing how to use your platform smarts here. And... Lover or hater, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez knows what the hell she's doing with with regards to that. She's actually quite brilliant. And she, for example, today she refused to apologize for, uh, you know, I'm not going to apologize to Ted Cruz for saying that he almost had me murdered. Yeah. Even though that's what she said. Even though it was completely outrageous. Even though it was absolutely off the wall. She's not apologizing. You never apologize. That should be our... We can learn something from her. That's never apologize. Never can figure yeah. out. And we've been saying this for yeah. a long time. There's no, there's no benefit to apologizing. You right. still get shredded. You still get your name dragged through the mud. You still get your name, you know, in the news, and you still get associated with the entire Republican Party. And then they, you, you know, then we all have to basically be accountable and answer for the actions of one or two people. Yep. It's ridiculous. Don't apologize. I mean, it, and this is forget. I mean, even non-politicians. Look at Drew Brees. I brought up. I brought up Drew Brees in my piece. Yeah. He said something about the American flag that we should respect it. Pretty much. Uh huh. He apologized, and he still got disemboweled for like a week afterward. Well, you remember just last week, the Republicans in committee wanted to do the Pledge of Allegiance, oh, and yeah. the Democrats said, "No, no way. It's it's unnecessary." Yep. It's it's really something what's going on I mean, here, folks, and it's only going to get worse. Honestly, like you can't down. sugarcoat it for double you. Double down, deny. I mean, they're even going after Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Because of there's a imagery yeah, in there's their a whip logo. In, in the, yeah. I the thought I, I thought it was because the chip the chicken and dumplings went downhill, but no. Apparently, it's the uh, <laughs> apparently it's 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 because of the fucking whip. I mean, anything that is considered to be not adequately woke will be crushed out and of society. How, well, first, 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 how, how, how long has Cracker Barrel been around? For a long for time. For like yeah, an hour, everyone's like, oh my god, there's a whip. Yeah. And some... <laughs> I can't even, I can't fathom. I, <laughs> I can't. When I heard you 
say that oh, this yeah. was going on. I yeah. was like, what? Yeah, as, as if this week, f- as if this week can't get any more ridiculous with this impeachment. We got a woke offensive, a flank march happening against the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> well, we've seen what's going to happen here because you know. The, oh, they're going to cave. Well, the whole the whole wokeism is on full march right now in this yeah. country. Yeah. I mean, you can't even say, and we'll say it here because mm-hmm. we say whatever the f- we want. Yeah. You can't say that transgenders should not be playing the sport of the sex that they identify by. Yeah. Or gender or whatever you the You f- have dudes powerlifting in the women's powerlifting event. Yeah. Just this weekend in a, in a track and field championship, you know who placed first and second? Yeah. The dudes who were running yeah. in the women's race. Yeah. You know what it is? You know what this is? I hate to say it, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not a big, uh, I know some people aren't big fans of him, but Rodney Dangerfield, have you seen Ladybugs? Where he, no. he makes his stepson play on the girls' soccer team because if he, if he wins, if he wins the championship with that team, he gets promoted at his company. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, there you go. That's what this is. I mean, it's very it's concerning not don't watch what's going on here. I mean, I mean, is it science? Are we going by science here? I mean, what what science should we follow? Are there two? There's, I guess, there's two separate rules for science now, isn't there? It's just ironic to me that yeah. the Biden administration is pushing this whole climate change agenda on the American public as the country's undergoing one of its coldest winter snaps in a long time. Yeah, and a lot of people are going to see crazy yeah. extreme cold temperatures. Yeah, and now they're trying to say, well, we need to get off fossil fuels because of global warming. Mm. I mean, like, they couldn't pick the worst time for that. And to me, it's just it's just a lack of concerted messaging here. Now they're putting tens of thousands of people out of jobs. This is only going to get worse, folks. And we're sorry to be the bearer of bad news there. Yeah. But uh, we do have one good bit of news for you here today. And that's, uh, remember, we've talked a lot about the Los Angeles County District Attorney, uh, George Gascon, who is a George Soros puppet. Well... He was given a good rebuke by a judge recently uh, that specifically his orders on uh, three-strike laws and not following the laws and allowing the district attorneys to do their jobs uh, is unconstitutional, and it's a dereliction of duties and their oath of office. Yeah. So, But this he's only a microcosm of a lot of people across this country that are in these positions yeah. of power well, that think that criminals— should be treated better than the average citizen. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's really disgusting. And, and he's not the only one. I mean, George Soros has sunk a lot of money into these races, these local DA races. Yep. And uh, you can find them because usually the ones um, – they're the ones that give these rioters a little, little, little slap on the wrist and then send yep. them on their merry way. So luckily this judge put this injunction in place that specifically they cannot do this. Uh, likely he'll appeal that. Uh, but it will be interesting to see if – these kinds of orders um, happen, you know, more across the country, given that these these types of, you know, don't follow the law orders yeah. are being put out by these district attorneys. Yeah. But, you know, we will continue to tell the truth over at townhall.com and the rest of our conservative sites. Thank you to all of you who have supported us directly by becoming VIP members. We greatly appreciate all of that. Of course, if you want to join, you can go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off of your subscription. Uh, these funds go directly to paying our salaries and the conservative journalism that we do over here. Uh, we will continue to tell the truth even though we're under unprecedented attack by big tech and the left. 
If you are a VIP member, if you're a VIP Gold member, you get access to PJ Media, and we're going to join our friend Stephen Cruiser on his VIP podcast, The Cruiser Cabana, this afternoon. Uh, so go check that out if you are a VIP member. Due to scheduling issues, the live chat unfortunately won't be this week. Uh, we got a lot going on and we got some snowstorms coming in, and me and Matt need to be in the office to be able to do that on a, on a stable stream because uh, we've got some like third world internet yeah, here at our like, house. It's like freaking Mauritania here. <laughs> <laughs> you would pick a random country. Like that. Uh, but we will definitely be doing our VIP live chat next week for our VIP members, yes. where we will take your questions live and do sort of a live triggered. And we'll be sure to send an email out to all of you so you won't miss it. Don't worry about that. If you'd like to reach out to us just to chat, email us triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from all you guys. And, of course, we'll be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.